James Baylog is a nature and wildlife photographer and the founder of Extreme Ice Survey, a time-lapse photography project that documents the melting of the Arctic glaciers. His photographs have been published in National Geographic, The New York Times, and Smithsonian Magazine. Baylog's project Extreme Ice Survey is the subject of the award-winning documentary Chasing Ice, which he introduced last week at the Indiana University Cinema. WFIU's Betsy Shepard interviewed James Baylog during his visit. Introducing technology into your experience of nature, did that change your perception of what you were seeing? Did it enhance it? When you put that camera up in front of your eye, it forces a kind of studied concentration and focus on the material that you don't have in any other kind of life experience. I've had more unbelievable adventures than any one person should have in their lifetime. And it's because of the camera. At the same time, some of those adventures, I have not lived as deeply as I should have because the only place I was was in the process of turning that experience into a picture instead of just being there. Your photography focuses on the interaction between uh, natural wildlife and human civilization. Tell us about some of the, the most memorable experiences you've had in studying that relationship. I worked a lot with animals in different contexts, out in the wild, you know, in Alaska or in Canada or Yellowstone or whatever it is. Shot a lot in Africa. And then I've also worked with animals in captivity. I think the overall sense that I that I have taken away from those experiences is that there is a very strong sense with those kinds of animals that there are thoughts going on in those heads, there's personalities in there, there's an awareness of the world that is very similar to ours. The first book project that you did, Wildlife Requiem, published in 1984, captures the killing of animals for sport. Sensing that animal consciousness. Was it difficult for you studying that subject matter? Boy, I was up close to a lot of deer, elk, antelope, bear, uh, as they were dying. You know, they had been shot and uh, they were about to be dead in the next two, five, ten seconds or minutes. And it's a painful thing to watch the light go out in their eyes. It gets me a little choked up because it, it's, it is really sad. And to see that, that life spirit go out of them is very difficult. And I watched a lot of it, and, I, and it caused me a lot of angst and anxiety when I was shooting that series. It was hard to sleep at night. It was hard to wake up in the morning and go back out and do it again. But what one learns in the course of being a photographer in difficult situations is that you learn to compartmentalize your feelings. You go, what I'm looking at is really horrible, but I have a job to do. Your project, the Extreme Ice Survey, is documenting a certain environmental casualty. You placed 25 cameras in- Time-lapse cameras. Time-lapse cameras in order to show the disappearing landscape of the Arctic glaciers. I'm wondering how you trained your eye to see the personality of the ice. Through this photographic process, seeing and looking in concentration I was talking about, you learn how to see the individual personality in these, in these subjects. It has been a really captivating, enchanting 
connection and engagement with these things that I used to think were inanimate. I've come to realize that glaciers are alive. They're alive in the sense that they're responding on, on an hourly and daily and weekly basis to the touch of the air and the water around them. It's really been eye-opening, mind-expanding to have had this kind of relationship with these places.